That kid is back on the escalator again. Leave it alone. What? Comics. What are you? I'm Batman. TV and movies. Wrestling. And Music. We are just getting started. Finally, a podcast about things you actually care about. Hosted by a couple of guys who actually care about those things, too. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Maybe a little too much. Yes, that's awesome. The talented one, Chris Machete. That no-talent ass clown became famous. And Brenton, you know, that guy from your other favorite podcast. I liked it. I was good at it. So grab onto the handrail and don't let go. This is the Kids on the Escalator podcast. Here's CM and BD. Show's about to begin. It's like it's right there. We got the whole thing. It's like it's a good feeling. It's got a nice, nice little ring, nice little flow to it. I like it. It kind of welcomes it welcomes people to the thing. You know what I'm saying? You want to be welcome to the thing. It's a Wednesday night. It's not Monday. Nope. It's not giving it a goo on Wednesday. It's not Monday. It's Wednesday. Uh, Things are a little different. It was uh, it was a birthday on Monday for yeah. My uh, wife had a birthday. Happy birthday, Lonnie. Way to go! You know you don't do shows on the birthday. So happy birthday, Lonnie! And then we decided to go Wednesday. You know the kid on the Dean Blundell Network. That is now probably we're probably now the most second. We're probably hated here now too, as well as Saudi Arabia because Dean is on fire this week and has oh. gone number one. The whole network has gone number one. Has it really? Wow. Uh, Way to go, Dean. It, Congratulations. Well, I, I'm sure he's he's Holy assuming, cow. I'm sure, I'm, yeah, it's gone nuts. He he trended number one in Canada yesterday, mostly mm-hmm. because he called Randy Haley a Russian um, and not, uh, and good for you, Dean. <laughs> and he got, yeah, it's a, uh, woo-wee. Anyway, so I wrote an article this week about just starting a podcast and all that stuff. Dean retweets it in my inbox. Yeah, you asshole for being oh, on that no. network and blah blah blah. So, oh, it's exciting. It's an exciting time, and it's only the Christians coming for me. So, hello, Christians. Hi, everybody. Oh, welcome, welcome, welcome. And it's great. It's yeah, I had a discussion with that with my parents. Of all things, with my parents trying to bring them up to date with uh, Christianity these days and stuff, <laughs> and the way it's like, you know, really, because you know they need to know. They 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 were, and my mom's watching. Hi, mom. Hi, dad. <laughs> they know the conversation we had. And no, it, it was just because they're 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 older, so they're they're thinking of it back the way that uh, people used to look at it. You know what I mean? It's not like that anymore, man. Wow, it seems like all the Christians are the ones that are toting the guns and stuff these days. And and uh, listen, but here's a funny thing though. But again, you look at the Bible, and there's one thing that my wife. Uh, how long did it say that it took um, them to cross the desert? There, you know, how many days and this and that and the other. You- 20, 27 minutes. I'm not yeah. sure. I've never. No, read but it, it took so. it took days and days to cross <laughs> sure. the desert, right? Yeah. You Google it, and it didn't take that long. Come on. Google's right. A lot of it is 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 fear tactics that have been in religion, and they have been since. I love those the uh, the history of religion because it always shows you how much it started with fear, and uh, that's just my opinion. I don't know. It's been I'm a really interesting going guy, though. Like, me you know what too. I mean? Like, I, Me but, too. But I don't get involved. You get involved in the politics, so I don't. I, I, I step back. I really don't, other than my post the other day. And my post well, you was simply- do. You kind of do. You stir the pot a bit. You like to do that occasionally. You Every know, now okay. and again, I'm going to poke the bear. Speaking yeah, of poking you're the allowed bear. to do that. I was just saying, right? I, I'm too laid back for that, man. I'm too old. Hey, Terry. What's up? Which one are you calling the bear? 
Speaking of poking the bear, which one are you talking about? Are you talking about the evil wrestling guy to my that uh, side? Jimmy, what a man. Look at you making your wrestling debut this week. That was great. That's awesome. Buddy. Yeah, it was on the weekend. What a heel. What's your wrestling name? What, what did you decide on? Uh, Giant Jim, private security. <laughs> I like it. That's awesome. That's gold. That's really awesome. Giant Jim, that is the greatest. Wasn't that like when, uh, remember Jericho had Jericho personal security? <laughs> Ralphus. Yes. Ralphus yeah, was right. his personal security, yeah. Oh, dude, if you ever need a manager or whatever they call it these days, I would, I'll be there. <laughs> you ever need a ring, ring, ring announcer? And, you need a ring I'm, announcer and a manager? I'm technically the announcer. Or oh, sorry, yeah. the, the, no, the manager. Oh, okay. I'm not actually. I'm not actually wrestling. I just, like, we're a heel, yeah. so I cheat. <laughs> Of course. of course you do. That, that's awesome. So I distract the ref or while somebody else is distracting the ref, I hit somebody in the head with nunchucks or something. Man, I love it. Somebody's that was echoing. Sweet. Somebody's echoing. I'm not sure who it is. Who's echo? Who's got the echo going? Check. Who's, check. We sound like we're... We're all echoing. Some, I don't know. Let's just see here. Let me do this and we'll do that. And we'll see if it's Mike. Oh, it's Mike. <laughs> it's it's Mike. Is it? it can't be. It's, well, you're the one I put you out. It stopped. Am, am I? Am I? Am I still echoing? We're back now. Anyways, hello everybody, Echo. Jimmy. So I mean, what? Let's listen. <laughs> you said giant Jimmy. Was it giant? What? No, Jimmy's out. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Oh. Let's go. Let's get okay. giant Jim. Giant Jim. Private so security. If, if someone really wants to like get under your skin, do they call you Giant James? Does it get like? No, that's weird. My real name is James, so it just that's my wrestling handle. I love it. So like, love it, buddy. Welcome to Wrestling World. Man, oh man, that's great. That's do perfect. you have like a signature move or anything yet? Though I know you're just you're the man and not just I know you're the manager, but do you have like a signature kind of thing you do? Uh no, I just hit hit people with either nunchucks or something. <laughs> that's a signature move, man. Yeah, that, no, that's a signature move right there. Good. I like it. Boys, it's time to wrap up Boba Fett. Uh, Mike's got to go because he's got to go pick up his child. But we've got uh, we'll, yeah. we'll kind of run through it, and Chris and I are going to get into some uh, Skeletron stuff. Uh, Bonzi Live's coming up next, so we're just going to run run a little little show today. But um, yeah, listen, the book of Boba Fett. Uh, we've been talking about it for a few weeks, uh, episode by episode, our thoughts, all the rest of it. Um, None of our predictions came true, really. Uh, Mine did. On, Cad on, on Bane. A, Cad well, Bane. yeah, but I'm talking about the finale. Yeah. The finale oh, with the with the sorry. death and the thing and and all the well, rest. Jimmy of had it. The, Jimmy had the big war. There was a big war. And, it was a big uh, war. He called that. I, right Cad Bane. Beginning. Cad Bane appeared. And, so you, you take what you can get. Mike, did you have anything right. come in there? I had nothing. I had nothing. <laughs> that's right. that's and right. I was I was pleasantly surprised by my amount of nothing in that <laughs> uh, finale. I came around, guys. I came around. You know what? Uh Filoni, he 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 pulled me back in with his episode. Uh and then uh, uh Rodriguez, he just uh I think he he hammered a great uh, finale in this one. I uh I I really I really dug it. So, um okay. Mike, you're gonna go first, so okay. let's uh, let's start with you. Uh, we've kind of gone through the run the gamut of our thoughts overall, but they've wrapped it up. I think it's going in a different direction. I thought the whole thing was gonna end. I think we're gonna keep going here. Yeah. Um, and I think we're gonna have some weird kind of Phoebe mad about you crossover happening. <laughs> you know, a friends mad about you crossover. So that's where I'm at. Mike, what'd you think overall towards the end here? Well, I like I said, I they they pulled me back in, and I read an article where. Filoni, he didn't pull a J.J. Abrams a la Lost. He actually had intended 
to not so much transition, but start the Mandalorian 2.5. Apparently, it was part of the plan. And I'm not going to doubt him because he (laughs) brought Cad Bane in, which was, and me being very limited with my Clone Wars background, uh, when Chris had mentioned Cad Bane, I did a little bit of, you know, research on it and it made complete sense and when they when they revealed him uh where he did the old uh showdown with Cobb Vanth in episode six I thought man like that was probably better than any other reveal the Luke Skywalker stuff was great I think uh the money they invested in getting uh the guy who did the um the deep fake stuff post uh, Mandalorian uh, mm-hmm. made a huge difference. It's still a little bit jarring. The voice is close, not great, but you know, um, I thought it, it looked great. I, I loved how they sort of meshed all these sort of exterior other properties, you know, Ahsoka coming in, you've got Luke to sort of tie back to Mandalorian. Amazingly done. Episode seven, the Cad Bane. I had just before I watched the episode, saw the deleted scenes from clean uh, clone war scenes or series seven i think it was season seven where cad bane and young boba fett have a duel that i guess is what cad bane was referencing in in this episode yeah. where you actually see where boba fett gets that dent in ah. his helmet Right. So I thought, I, you know, I wish that was actually part of the canon. I don't think it is, Mm -hmm. but nonetheless, the way they did this amazing. And I love how they tied back in the Tusken Raiders, that whole thing right at the end where he basically went, you know, you know, matrix kick ass on Cad Bane with the, uh, with the gaffy stick. I mean, that was, yeah, it, it, they, they hooked me and I, guys, you know, Brent was getting rid of me most of the early episodes because I just wasn't buying into it. So Jimmy, what did you think of the uh, show? (laughs) You know what? (laughs) I will say though, no, they, they got me back in and I, I love how they have set up now. You've set up Ahsoka. You have yeah. uh, potentially set up a second season of uh, Book of Boba Fett with the mods, with Cobb Vanth possibly yeah, being, yeah. you know, the newest leader of the mods. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, Big K. I mean, it was, yeah, they, they somehow, some way, I should not have doubted Filoni and Favreau <laughs> because they pulled it off. You shouldn't have uh, doubted Chris up. Machete, who told everyone, just be <laughs> fucking patient. I know. Everyone I be patient. patient. But it, was be tough. patient. it was tough how they how they set up this, this series, because we were so used to how Mandalorian was structured that this, it just seemed a little jarring at first, a little slow. But once they brought in Mando, and once you got past the, uh, are they bringing them back because they're worried about ratings or worried about fan yeah. response? No way, man. They they clearly had intent to do what they did and how they did it. And so many great moments, you know, mm-hmm. that you're just like Grogu and, and Mando, like so, so good. So thumbs up for me, Brent, you no longer have to push the button. I am, <laughs> I am on board. I am on board. What did board. you think of the Rancor? The Rancor fight? I, I loved it. I mean, it was, it you was, got your wish, Mike. Yeah, he turned was, into a sadistic evil monster like you wanted, Mike. <laughs> yeah, he did. There's I no, love. There's no love there. The yeah. homage to King Kong. I loved yeah, that sort of yeah. at the end. We were waiting for it too. It's like, is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? Yeah. yeah. You know what's it. funny though about that about that King Kong scene? I also thought what what was coming there when he was climbing the thing. Everyone was predicting 
that Han Solo was going to show up. And I had this feeling in my head, there was two moments there. There was that where he was climbing. And then there was the other one when the two of them, when uh, Boba Fett and the Mandalorian were on the ground. Mm-hmm. And then there was that pause and they're going to be defeated. And then, you know, then there was like, everyone came and they rescued them. Um, but I thought either that was, that was kind of setting up this kind of like moment of the, of, of maybe Han Solo. But when he was climbing like King Kong, I'm like, yeah. Ah, oh, here comes Millennium Falcon. He's going to shoot him off. And that's what it's going to be. He's going to kill the rancor and Bubba's going to lose his shit. And that's what I was thinking. But Jimmy's fist in the yeah, air. Yeah, like, Jimmy, what'd you think? Jimmy, oh, sorry. I, I was yeah. just going to say, I, I loved how they did the uh, throwback to Return of the Jedi where the rancor ate Oh yeah, uh, the one uh, Pike Syndicate guy. Yeah. But I love the fact that they did find a place to put the Wilhelm scream in yep. when Rancor <laughs> did the one thing. All yours, so, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I top shelf, top shelf, top to bottom. Jimmy, you're breaking this so. down tomorrow on your show, the Jedi Jimmy Show, the number one show. I mean, I mean, because you've been on this show. Really? Come yeah, on, yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy, you got to give it where it's due. I it, mean, come on. It, it was all you guys. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, congrats, buddy. Number one mm-hmm. uh, in the country for uh, for uh, Star Wars stuff. Good stuff. All right. Tell us. What did you think, buddy? What did you think? Holy wow. Like, I was, like, when, like, the last episode, when you see, when you see uh, Cad Bane's silhouette coming towards mm-hmm. you, I, I peed a little like, it, <laughs> it, it, and I was like, and I was screaming at two o'clock in the morning watching this before I went to work. I was mm-hmm. screaming in my room, cads coming. Yeah. And, and then the fight between him and Boba Fett. And then, you know, as you said, Boba Fett and the gaffy stick. Mm-hmm. And I knew, I knew Boba Fett was going to come in riding the, uh, the rancor i knew he says i'm going to get help and i knew he was coming back with the rancor but yeah. not danny trail so that was weird, no but Chris, that was just that was disappointing yeah. no no danny on this one but but it was something else i loved every aspect of it i figured that grogu wasn't going to be coming back for this episode i thought he was good like because the way they ended the last one i thought it was he was going to come back uh, at the beginning of the Mandalorian season three, I didn't see that coming. Him coming this episode, mm-hmm. and then him do, then him connecting with the Rancor to calm it down. Yeah, and then have a nap beside it. Oh, that was <laughs> snuggling up. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. It was uh, the whole the whole thing was good. I like the way they uh, see I, for the inexperienced Star Wars viewer. You they would see Mando and they would see Boba Fett. Oh, same armor. They're the same. Same deal, right? But no, they're like totally like had Boba Fett has never pledged to the Mandalorian way. His dad. See, that's the other thing too is this whole. I don't know what canon they're going to go with because Jango Fett led the uh, the Mandalorians in in the comic book lore. I don't know what they're going to do here, but um, I love the way they set Boba Fett aside from from uh, Mando. It's like so. Here's how Mando works. He's very you know very uh, the this Tradition. is the way. Yeah, yeah, tradition. He he has to follow all that, you know. And he's very his his outfit's really clean and prim looking. You know what I mean? And then you got Boba Fett. He's a ragtag bounty hunter. He's not a Mandalorian. So it's cool that you could get that real definition between the two. And wow, what a difference between the two of them. You know what I mean? Even the storytelling, the pace of the storytelling, uh, the whole deal between the two of them. They really separated and showed that okay, look, these are two totally different characters. And then you see Boba Fett too. He tried being being the mayor or whatever he was there. The 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 deity and uh daniel 
Yeah, that's the word. Yeah. And he, and at the end of it, he's like, nah, this isn't for me. <laughs> nah, I'm not doing this anymore. So yeah, they didn't kill him off. I thought they were going to kill him off. Another thing I thought was funny, though, was when they showed Mando running. And Mando's like, like dun, dun, dun. And then they show Boba Fett running. <laughs> the difference between the two of them running was, was pretty funny. The age between the two of them, right? But uh, the, I, and I really wanted to see Cad Bane. You guys know that I, I called Cad Bane before. And, and I was like you, Jimmy, when I saw when I saw him come in, I was just like, what? I was like stoked. And I knew he was going to blow the two the, the, the two dudes away. What was it? Cod Vanth? How do you pronounce his name? I always forget. Cod Vanth. Yeah, I think I got it. Okay, so I knew he was going to kill. I, well, obviously he didn't kill him. Well, not obviously, but he didn't kill him. So we saw him at the end of this episode. But I knew he was going to take those two dudes out. It's like, are you kidding me, Cad Bane? And his voice is just so cowboy. Yeah, man. And I and appreciated just- that they used Corey Burton, who me was the, the voice of uh, in, in Clone Wars. They used him okay. for, for this same as guy. Well, so yeah, they did. same so guy. His character was great. Like I guess there was a lot of uproar on the net about the way he looked. I, I thought he looked great. He looked great. I was this is I, one of the I best bet, looking things I've ever seen. Yes. Yeah, another there. thing too is I bet any viewer that uh, is unaware of Cad Bane would think, well, that was quick. They brought him in and killed him off. But there's so yeah. much story to go back on. So I was at the whole heartfelt thing of like, wow, man, like he he kind of helped raise Boba Fett. He hung out with Boba Fett's dad. It's like this guy is so important to the story of Boba Fett. It was really good to see him. And then when he killed him, I watched that today and I was like, oh. Like I just yelled at <laughs> everyone's like, you know, yelling just, in their house. <laughs> I was like, my wife was watching with me. I just looked at her and went, "Whoa!" Like I did not I was, see that coming. I was kind of hoping Fennec would have killed her, killed him because they had a you know a rivalry in Bad Batch. Yeah, yeah, it's like excellent. That would, I I would have loved to see Fennec you know come in and save Boba and take him out. That would have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I was surprised that we didn't see another big guest star, but I was okay with it. I was okay with it. You know, I, was, I, had, I, Gro- I knew Grogu was going to pick the Mandalorian, by the way. Like, I've, I've, we didn't do a show oh, about that, but I, I was pretty sure. Which, okay, which leads me, I had two questions for you, Chris and Jimmy, because you guys are, I'm here, you guys are up here. Uh, so first say off, that again, say that again, Mike. I'm here and they're up here with comes to, oh, you guys. Oh, wait a minute. He's gone. Oh, yeah. And Brent, Brent's gone. So, anyway. You, know, you just, you, you, you fucking. Okay, good. So anyway, my 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 question is, we we had uh, we had the dark saber, which I was under the impression that the dark saber was the be all end all uh, that could cut through anything. Why was it unable to penetrate the uh, the the shields of the scorpion droids? It's the same thing as a lightsaber. They can't penetrate those. Okay, like the lightsaber they couldn't. The only way they could take them out in the in the clone wars was by using the force on the droid itself. Okay. Now, now the other question I had, since we were talking about Grogu making his choice, Mm -hmm. was it not in revenge of the Sith where our hero, Obi-Wan Kenobi Mm -hmm. says in an impassioned speech near the end to young Anakin Skywalker, only a Sith deals in absolutes. Why was Luke giving Grogu the old, it's either the lightsaber or it's Mando? Because that right. seems stiff to me. So That was, yeah, that's a little. Personally, I think Luke saw his future. And I think he knew he was going to leave. I think he was, I think he was just, he was just saying, you know what? You don't want to be here. 
I'm, I'm going to just let you make your choice and go. I think I think Grogu's going to get. I think I think he's going to walk along and pick up that dark saber and just be like, "Yep, whoa, look at this thing, man!" <laughs> he's, and he's going to be he, he'll be the future one. Right? I was surprised that didn't happen. I thought it was going to like fly out of somebody's hand, and he was just going to kind of walk up and pick it up and be like, "Hey, you know, I, I can see that happening." Um, yeah, but I did like how they they brought Yoda's lightsaber in oh, episode six. I, know I thought I'm that was very cool too. Because you're kind of like go back to the go back to Mando, little guy. But the other party's like, ooh, whoa, whoa, that's Yoda's saber. How can you? Yeah. How, I, I, I don't turn that down. So that was cool. That that was a tough one. But per, yeah, that's a great. That was another great point to bring up about the whole absolutes. See, I think uh, I think Luke was just giving in. No, here, man. Did he anyone? Knew, he knew which. Which way he was going to choose? Did anyone was, think when yeah, he was I, in that little wagon? My, my did anyone think in the when he was in that wagon with uh, and they were having that passion soap opera speech where he's like, "Hey, little buddy, how you how you doing there? What are you doing here?" <laughs> did anyone think for a second that little Grogu might get shot and killed? No. Anybody have no. that feeling? No. I know they're building a franchise no. around him, but I'm I'm like, there's no. not that big dramatic kill that we're waiting for. <gasps> I thought they were going to kill the Rancor off for a while because he took a lot of shots. Ooh. But uh, no. So here's another thought. Check this out. So R2 and Grogu again. R2 seems to know everybody in the Star Wars universe, right? Guys? <laughs> they first see each other at, when they're like in last uh, time there in the last season, right? In Mando, and they're they're like, "Whoa, hey, it's R2. It's Grogu. Good to see you. Woohoo!" Do you think that maybe Grogu hid in R two? I think I think R two had had something to do with his escape from the from. Okay, what's the, your take uh, on that? I'd like to hear your take on that, Jim. Because that's what I was thinking. I got a couple because, ideas, but but, but I th- part of it is because think about it. Because Anakin went there and he and he had his starfighter there. Mm-hmm. Obi Wan, no, not Anakin. Yeah, Anakin and. Yeah. Uh, R2 was always in the Starfighter and he always got out and uh, went around and did his thing. I think he saw, you know, stuff going sideways and helped Grogu either, either, you know, care is snuck him out or he went inside him or something Mm. like there, like, because, because I thought about it when we, we were thinking of when they did the envision of, hit the order 66 right. and you see and you see all those like you see syndrolic like the jedi there it was one of the ones that were defending him but they didn't show how he escaped and i'm a hundred percent it's r2's involved r2, right 100 i wonder if that's something they would maybe explore in the next like i mean at this point it seems like it's you know we've showed you a little bit maybe you'll forget about it but i think the diehards would be very curious to know okay so how did grogu actually you know survive order 66 there's rumors about mace windu running around online as well right that it was mace windu that saved him but also also the librarian too yeah Mm, she's still alive right darth vader kills her later on um, yeah, yeah this, she, this, she, this she, episode had a very Order sixty six feel to it. The big turn, and then yeah, yeah but you could kind of see that coming. Yeah, I mean, when they had that, do I have your, do I have your uh, allegiance that you won't uh, turn on? Yeah, sure, okay, you're gonna <laughs> trust, you're gonna trust. Uh, what's a, a, a Tado? What, what are the Bosque guys? Uh, what's uh, the Trandoshans? Trandoshan, yeah, you're gonna trust a Trandoshan. Come on, really. Mm-hmm. That was that was inevitable. Question for you, Mike. Before you got to go, last question for you. Uh, did you get everything you wanted out of this introduction? Uh, ultimately, yes, I did. And I, the only thing that I didn't get out of it, 
was some sort of a an acknowledgement to Han Solo. Because this whole series definitely was sort of the, as we talked about, it was the redemption of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. And you still in the grand scheme of the Star Wars universe, to those that didn't follow, you know, Clone Wars or or didn't follow any of the, the Boba Fett stories that came after uh, Return of the Jedi, Boba Fett was a badass. And you know what? He he's responsible for, you know, Han Solo and and doing all the bad stuff to him. So I, I don't, I kind of wanted a little bit of sort of an an acknowledgement to that. Uh, Not that it was going to happen. I I don't think we were going to get a uh, CGI Harrison Ford uh, coming in to be like, you know, Boba Fett, you're, uh, you're not as bad as uh, (laughs) I think you are. Uh, All is forgiven. Uh, no, we're not. I don't think we're going to get that. I think that's one of those. Eh, you know what? We can't do everything, but simply the redemption of Boba Fett. I thought it was great. It was slow to start, admittedly, um, but I guess that's how they structured it. It built to a great crescendo. I thought the big battle, uh, Weequay. You know, who would have thought that Weequay was was going to, you know, have his own redemption story from Return of the Jedi? You know, mm-hmm. comes back and and is you know fighting for the. You know, for the honor but, of Cobb Vance. So. Our, poor, our poor little uh, pigmen. Well, yeah, we Morgan Guard. <laughs> and we lost our band too, man. Max is gone. They blew Max up. Yeah. Well, hey, who knows? Maybe Max Rebo had the day off. Maybe. You know, you just, so. know. <laughs> playing the jukebox. They had a DJ in that day. I mean, it could be. It could be. But uh, <laughs> overall, I thought I thought they, they you know, again, Filoni and Favreau, they did a really great job. The directors that they had, um, really how they, each of them had their own unique sort of uh, play on 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 the, the whole story. And I mean, um, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, her sort of, tip back to Phantom Menace. I appreciated that because Phantom Menace really gets a lot of bad guff from most Star Wars fans. When you go back and you get rid of, you know, the whole Jar Jar Binks thing, it's actually not bad aside no. from Jake Lloyd's, you know, horrible acting. I, did, I didn't but, mind it. You know, I feel bad for Jake Lloyd. That poor guy, man. He got I know. Stick when he got older. Huh? But I bet I, you they're going to bring it. Is he, he's still alive or something, isn't he? Oh, he's in jail, dude. No, yeah, he's not. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no... That's not, but there's no, hook it out. will be interesting how they manage to sort of cross over all these different Disney plus shows, some coming, some that we've seen. I'll be very interested to see how they handle Obi-Wan. If we're going to see crossovers uh, from, you know, other properties uh, or we're going to get some flashbacks. Cause kind of like you were talking about Cad Bane, how it seemed like Cad Bane is a badass and now he's dead. Gave me a very Darth Maul feel to it. Like Darth Maul was a badass and he's already dead. Like, oh. so maybe we get to see some sort of, uh, I don't know, Boba Fett flashbacks. We saw those shots of him watching Django fly off uh, early in the season, which never really was resolved. We never really got a sense of, you know, what yeah, that was all about. Django. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd like to see maybe a little more of that backstory of why Cad Bane, if you didn't follow Clone Wars, why Cad Bane and Boba had this real sort of thing. Even if they do show, you know, that initial, that cutout scene where he gets the uh, the shot in the head and, and gets. Yeah, yeah maybe you can have, it could be a Sopranos dream sequence in the next series. And it's They've like, got, just struggling with this whole. Hey, like your flashbacks, man. With yeah. the CGI, with the CGI and how they've, they've sort of, they're getting better and better each time. And I know a lot of people, there was a lot of backlash online saying, you know, 
how dare they do this? This is bad for, you know, acting and, and it's, a, it's a bad way to go. I thought it was great. Perfect fan service. Curious to see how much more they do that uh, in the coming in the coming shows. One other thing I was sorry, uh, Chris, I was going to mention, I loved how Ahsoka uh, had that little line when Luke was uh, uh, wavering about Mando and Grogu. And she's like, you're so much like your father. Oh, wasn't that awesome? Yeah. I love that. And again, wow. and again, if you watch the cartoons that yeah. Floney did, man, it's like she was his Padawan, right? Like she was Anakin's yeah. Padawan. And and then they, they came out and did that extra season where it's the end of it. And it's Order 66 comes to play. And wow, so touched. Because yeah. yeah, that's where Floney started, right? Mike is, is kind of in there. They gave him control. And it was like, wow, those are really good. If he And, and mm. it was, I always thought, I'd love to see it if he didn't have to like, keep kids in mind you know what i mean like we yeah. just kind of and then <laughs> they gave get... it to him they're like here you're not yeah. and i remember when we first started doing this also mike we were talking about uh luke coming and i was like there's no way they're gonna that the disney's gonna say you know what guys we're gonna give you luke i, just, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't see that coming so they, they definitely have faith in him you know yeah so who knows we may still see you know uh, an eventual crossover where big k and chewbacca you know do a little hey what's up there's yeah. still that's the great thing you can just keep going on mike guys uh pleasure as always oh, uh this was thanks, fun buddy. thank you for thank you for uh you know not giving up on me i and and i'm glad i didn't give up on book of boba fett because it right. really was uh it really did uh, turn itself around and i'm actually i'm looking forward to what they do moving forward because there's some a lot of lot of uh, strings that they can now uh pull on so uh hey, mike uh, watch coming up man Obi-Wan watch this great. show Okay. Which show? This this one here. What? This watch one? for the because remember we told you just hang on, buddy. Come on. Yeah. Come just, on. <laughs> come on. Just hang hey, on. By, by the way, Brent, uh, just a quick question for you. Where can we find you right now? <laughs> Where can you find me? I'm in uh, Rally, North Carolina, right now. Rally, I went North for a, Carolina. I went for a run and I didn't get shot or nothing. So it's all boy. good. It's, it's all, all good. good. Gentlemen, See you in a weeks. We'll Thanks, talk buddy. soon. May the force be with you all. We used Cheers, to shorts, you do that thing. Awesome. There's Mike. You can find him on all the things. He does this intro. He's starting a podcast one day. One day. Yeah. But will it be the number one podcast like Jimmy? I'm not sure. After two episodes. Nobody can touch Jimmy. No one can touch Jimmy. He, oh. To the point where he, he's he's now a professional wrestler. And uh, it's all over for, for all of us guys. Awesome. I love I love wrestling. I, I, there's, I, sorry, Jimmy. There's Well, we started this too. I, there was, we were just talking about things. And, there's things I've wanted. I've wanted to be a musician. I wanted to play in front of a lot of people. I've done that. You know, I played a stadium and did the tour all around. Played musician. I played the role of musician for a decade. And then yeah. I wanted to be a comic book artist. You know, I got my own comic book. Out. But I've wanted to two other things I got to do before I die. One is I'd like to be a wrestling manager for just even less one, one wrestling match. And the second one is I want to host a game show. So those, <laughs> those are the things I got to do before I die. Two of them I've done. And you think that those would be the hardest ones is, you know, being like a rock star and then being a comic book artist. But yeah, so. Jimmy, so you have you got? Have me? you been re- working out? And pre- I see your workouts on TikTok and doing the whole thing. You're getting, are you? You're getting in shape for your health. But my question is, is like, are you? Are you doing some wrestling school stuff to learn how to take I, bumps, I, bumps and all that stuff? I don't. I don't. I'm not planning on wrestling because I can't. I, yeah. I can't hit my head. Uh, um, yeah. I have. I have what's no called chair a shunt. shots. I have yeah. a shunt in the back of my head, so basically, yeah. it's like a piece of plastic that uh, stands between the world and my brain. Um, right. And so I can't get hit. All my purpose is, is to go in and cheat, either distract the ref or, you know, take somebody's knees out, throw something or 
you know, classic heel, right, buddy? Yeah, I like and that. Like a couple of a couple of things that happened at the last match. One, the ref was distracted. I hit him in the head with my nunchucks, <laughs> and then one of the guys on the other team were thrown out of the ring, and I was choking him out with my nunchucks. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. It was a oh. fun night. It oh was yeah, a fun night. It's, you must have- are you a wrestling fan then, Jimmy? You like the W like the the older stuff or new stuff no, or any of it? I, I used I used to follow the the old stuff when I was younger. Me too. But I'm not a wrestling fan, but I'm a through and through entertainer. Nice. Like I like that's why I'm in radio. That's why I strip. That's why I dress <laughs> as a leprechaun at a bar. Yeah. Like like just before I came on this podcast with you. We're doing a bit for the radio station for to raise money for a charity where people are sending strippograms to their significant other or bosses or friends or whatever. I had to film four and th- edit them this uh, just before <laughs> I came on here. Oh, man. Like like I'm not I'm not a wrestling fan. I'm I like to entertain, so I do yeah. almost cool. anything. That's awesome. Do you do you edit all like I noticed that you got a lot of graphics on your videos now? Do you do all that yourself? Uh some. Uh, but Army Chris, he does the uh, Fire for Effect podcast, also on the, the Dean Blundell Network. Yeah, and and he actually, I use his I use his apartment, like his house. He's got a whole studio with a green screen and fancy oh, mics and and all that kind of stuff. So I film it there, and then he helps me edit it. Like I'm not sure how to do the green screen thing. So right. Like I, I can do a lot of editing. There's just some things I haven't quite figured out yet, and he helps me with that. So, he, he is that part of my. Yeah, sh- it's, uh, it's looking good, show. dude. It, it yeah, really looks that's good. I was it impressed really by the graphing stuff. See, I, I can draw, but I can't put things into the computer and make it work. My wife does all that stuff. I don't have a clue what's like, going on with that, but yeah, looks cool. Jimmy, but- what'd you think of uh, overall? Like, did you get everything you wanted out of this series? I was kind of hoping in this episode. I've. It's, I think the reason why it didn't happen is I didn't say it out loud uh, <laughs> is, is I kind of wanted the bad batch to kind of show up nice. with o- hey, that would be cool with Omega. Oh Boba, yeah. Boba Fett's sister that he yeah, does. That would have been mind blowing dude. That uh, like that might happen in the next season. You don't know, mm-hmm. but that's the one thing that's, didn't happen. I thought some of the other other bounty hunters were going to come in and stuff, but the Cat Bane, I I was literally screaming yeah, at the too, top buddy. of my lungs at quarter after two in the morning yesterday. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting where they go. I love you know I, I, the I had such a good feeling through this whole series. It was the it was the nostalgia. I need. Mando was like the new like a new thing like we did that feeling i think you touched on it chris last week with like rogue one so rogue one had that kind of like it was lived within the universe but it was new like it was mm-hmm. the, the, this kind of new thing this was new but old i had that feeling of like there's tatooine this thing just they're doing all the things that i want here they're in they're you know in the, the, as as a fan of the of the original stuff it just it touched on everything for me i love um, the long shots of the yeah. city man it was yeah just, oh, it was just, it just cool. did all the things right that i that i wanted um and as i said i i think i touched halfway into it i was loving it more than the mando but now they're all kind of the same it'd be like it'd be like seinfeld airing and then right after it's kramer having so you got that show. it almost seemed like they were making a point 
as I mentioned, like the, my Aussie hand and my no hand, like to separate the Mandalorian and, and Boba Fett to make yeah. it clear that like these just to, like to the common, like the people that don't like that aren't privy to all the information. And they're like, Oh yeah, well they're the same. They're both Mandalorians, blah, 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 blah. They're, no, they're not. They are two totally different people. And then you met, that's good point, Brent. They, they, I think they really tried to pop that out. If not, that's a lucky, lucky bounce. Well, right? but it just, it's, it, you can run like an Arrowverse. You can run it like, you know, where you keep intertwined, you can have two of the same shows happening at the same time in the same galaxy. At the, and I, and, and eventually you're going to come to one big head. Jimmy um, thoughts on that. Like, do you think we're, you know, if they were to keep both of these stories going at the same time, where would it end up? You know, where would that, what it would be like lead towards one big grand finale of the Mandalorian, or is it sort of like the Boba Fett would end and then it would switch or would they run I- both of them in at the same time? I know that, like, just because of how they hinted in the first out, uh, was that episode three when he was when he was talking to the armorer when and and then no, I don't know what episode five I think it was, and she said in order to for you to be redeemed as as a Mandalorian you have to go to to oh. Mandalore. I think they're yeah. like. Right. That's a great point. Because I think what's going to end up happening, like this crossover moment that you're talking about, is he's going to, in the next season, he's, uh, Mando's going to hook up with, uh, uh, you know who I'm thinking of. Bo-Katan? Bo-Katan. And they're going to try and fight for Man- and Mandalore. Yeah. And he's going to, he, they're going to need Bo- uh, Boba's help. Yeah, that, that makes sense. And then it's, he has to go what to the the be, be, uh, baths under Mandalore or something in order to be redeemed because he took his mask off. Right. So yeah, I cool. could see them going to yeah because if, if they take everything back to Mandalore and then you know Grogu gets exposed to possibly being the guy who should get the saber. Um, yeah, there's uh, so also thinking there. Um, but, but I order- could see them. But Go in ahead, order for but in order for Grogu to get the saber and have the respect, he has to fight the owner of the saber. So if he takes control over the saber, he has to fight Mando for it. Yeah. Unless someone takes out Mando and Grogu mm-hmm. takes him out in order to get the saber back. Right. Because you oh, don't I- because 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 remember Bo Katan lost it because she was given it by Sabine. She didn't earn it. Mm-hmm. So then she, so that's why they. I'm wondering. I, I was. Fall. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's going to be the whole chosen thing, and they'll like because you know how sometimes as as re, as things evolve, they kind of you know say okay, well, if it was in the heat of battle and Grogu picked it up and could wield it everywhere, I could see that being a sidestep. But yeah, I totally forgot they'd have to fight him to get it. The other thing that I would love to see Jimmy is if they hit Mandalore, we see more about uh, as I meant is a uh, Jango Fett because he could turn out to be like this idol that, that the Mandalorians all worship as well, which would make Boba Fett in the eyes of the Mandalorians special as well. So that would be a cool turning point. But but the thing, but the thing is though, is Bo-Katan had no respect for Jango. Remember like mm-hmm. when they were talking to Boba Fett yeah. Yeah. and he's, and, and he had no, like yeah, because and, she and was he with, yeah, because she was with uh, what did they call it in the in the cartoon? They called it something different, right? Uh, the Death Watch. The Death Watch. And, and yeah, right. Because so because they wanted to go back to the original Mandalorian way. So 
that we're going to see a clash between the two, which would be so cool. But but in this one, they're not going into the the whole thing where she's part of the the Death Watch because that's what uh, Amanda was part of the Children of the Watch, who she says are fanatics that Hmm. are you know wanting to get back to the old ways. Like she was kind of dissing the whole Mando and taking not taking his helmet off thing when yeah, she was right? talking so, to him. So that's why I'm saying like they may come to this whole new new age like cuz you got the two different uh the Factions, two different so- groups, this, yeah. yeah, societies of it and the way they look at it. They all head back to Mandalore and something's going to I don't know what they could do something's going to happen. I'm thinking Grogu's going to bring them all together somehow. You know what I mean? Cuz um the thing too is this, this is going to go back to us, uh the the original Mandalorian Jedi who created the the dark saber. Yes, I think there's an essence there, or uh, what's a because that Grogu would be- could, Grogu could become a Mandalorian Jedi, build his own lightsaber. He's already got the Force powers. He could and start you his saw, whole new way. You yeah. you saw how badass he actually kind of was in this this one with his powers, and he wasn't fainting every second time. Until you know, he decided to take a nap with the rank. He did have a little nap with the rancor here, he which did. was a nice Check this out. <laughs> so the end of the next Mandalorian, the the, the 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 they both sides have a battle. It turns out that Grogu is the way of the future. It zooms in on on Mando and he says, "This is the new way." Oh, and there we go. There we yeah. go. Yeah, there we and go. And then and then it's and then it's uh, time for. Uh, um, obi-wan and there's all the there's all that yeah. coming then, there's plus, so I many things also, coming there was those there, hints at general thrawn being brought in in, yeah, in yeah. this whole that was in room. mandalorian right they talk yeah, about that. but i think but i don't think general thrawn's coming until ahsoka because yeah, they've so already they, they've, yeah. they've already hinted that uh, uh sabine wren and possibly uh ezra yeah are uh, supposed are being cast for for that series and so they're going to bring in thrawn yeah i'm wondering if they're there see now they're also i heard all these announcements that now they have a guideline for the new star wars movies i'm wondering if maybe they're going to hold on thrawn for the star wars movies great character great layers you know what i mean Um, the way that they did that one episode though with with uh ahsoka where she's like where's thrawn Mm because she's trying to find thrawn because he disappeared at the same time as ezra Yes, yes, he he has Ezra, right? So they're together. So that's why she wants to find him. Yeah, I, I'm just trying to poke at who would be this new big villain, or if they're going to come up with somebody new, like for the movies, right? Because um, who would who would you pick for a new baddie for the movies? Keeping in mind, do they have to? Do they have to stick to the books and the, the and all that oh, rest of it? No, they can do whatever like, they want. It's Star right. Wars. It's you know. No, I'm like, just saying that I, I'm just. But they're not that creative either. We, we found out how creative well, they were in the last are. three movies. You know what I mean? Like they had two characters in there that were totally useless out of the out of the four main ones, right? Like, um, yeah. It there's so many baddies that they could choose from. Like, are they gonna? Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to it's say. Like, are, are they go, are they gonna are they gonna introduce? Um, Why can't they go off of the last thing with, with like go back to Ray? kids? Well, with Ray, but like Ray's well, left, and then maybe it's thirty years later, and Ray is is got some you know child that I guess it's too much like the other one, but like maybe Ray Ray's origin story 
continues and we actually learn that she's a Kenobi and there's a whole thing. Like, would they do that? It's a they- tough gig to follow up that. Cause like, you know, first you're following up greatness with the, with the, with the newest trilogy, they were following up greatness. Now they're following up stuff that uh, like people like me are poking holes through left and right. And they also pissed on everybody's hero, Luke Skywalker in the one movie that he was in. It was horrible. Um, so they, this, that's a nerve wracking thing for this next person. That's I, I, I don't know, man. Like that's, it's hard to say, hey, Jimmy, like I, cause it's daring. Like, cause if this flops, if the next person that picks this up has everybody in the star Wars community going, you suck, you didn't do this. You didn't do that. Then man, what, what are they going to do? But are they going to do an origin story of what's his, what's his face? The, the, the villain from the first two of the, uh, the Darth Maul. You got no, Darth Maul, um, um, no, the ones with where Ray, the villain, and like the, you know who I'm uh, thinking about, the, the the clone, the the guy with the scaly face. Oh, Palpatine? No, Snook or Sook oh, or Snook? Uh, Snook. They Snoke. could easily they could easily do a like a because this is in the right time frame to have him come in as as a villain, starting as a villain. You know, mm-hmm. if he's a clone of the you know, bad clone of the emperor or not. Like there's a lot to that story that you don't know of his growth to becoming the big baddie. Uh, Do you read any of the comic books, Jimmy? No, not the newer stuff. Like the old stuff. I read some of the older books, but I haven't touched the newer ones, the newer ones. Do you know? So do you know how in Canon, in the comic book, do you know how, they've started cloning Jedi's, how they have figured out how to do uh Snoke or Snook or whatever. They, do you know, do you know the, how that happened? No. Okay. This is great, Jim. You're going to want to start buying the comic books. Cause what they're doing is they're going in between first, they went in between star Wars and empire. Now they're going in between empire and return of. So when Darth Vader cut off Luke Skywalker's hand, it fell down to the bottom. Yeah. Who do you think retrieved it? Palpatine. So Palpatine retrieved Luke's hand, put it in this bubbly jar, experimented with his hand. That's how he came to uh, produce Snoke. That's how he came to uh, clone himself, was through Luke's hand. Don't how they cool touch that? on that in The Mandalorian? I don't know. I just know it from the comic they, books. It's no, no, they, they kind of, uh, no, in The Mandalorian, they were talking about, because when they were doing the thing, because they, they were trying to clone Grogu, they were trying to right. use or use some of his his genes to help give force uh, abilities to other clones because his force level was up here right like like those uh wh- whatever yoda's uh whatever they but i thought they-, they said that in the Mandal. i thought they when jimmy i thought they said in, in in those mandalorian episodes and i and i almost remembered it was when they were you know where they were storing the speeders remember that and they were there and they were trying they to have that Luke's hand well, they had the experimental clones no, in there. That, that's when that's when they were trying to blow up that base. You're talking the base. Yeah, but on, I thought uh, that they touched on it in there, and they said they've already cloned before, and that, that they but, were but they all fa- but they all failed. Yeah, okay. they, they were they were failing. And I just then remember they, it. Maybe Chris Chris talked about it before, but I just well, it's remember in a that comic story. Book, but the other one, Jimmy, that's cool yeah. is there's a limited series of uh, man. We're I'm forgetting words tonight too. Uh, Ray and Ren. Yeah, Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Okay. okay. So, so, oh, it's a limited series of Kylo Ren. So it shows him. It shows that whole missing part of him at the Skywalker Academy, Jimmy. It's awesome. Like it, Which, it shows that whole thing of why he turned, uh, the whole growing up of of him and how he he taught him to and how he tricked him to turn on Luke. Man, 
it, it's, it's five issues. You can get it in a trade paperback and it's canon. It's canon, but it is great storytelling, man. Really, really good. Cause there's no rules in the comic books either, right? Like they can, they can, they give it to the guy and they're great writers, man. These comic book writers are friggin' awesome. You know, well, those are the ones who wrote all this Marvel stuff back in the seventies, yeah. right? Uh, that's what all these stories for Marvel that, that all these kids and adults are loving were written back in the seventies and sixties, like the basis of all these yeah. stories. It's great. You know, what's funny, Chris, about that. Your point about that is that, um, I had a point and I've just forgotten it. Jimmy, go ahead. I had a whole thing there about this. About, you should check about, out those comics, Jimmy. They're, yeah. they're awesome, buddy. Yeah, I'm going to have really. to check it out. What was it? Um, Oh my God. I had it in my brain anyways, Jimmy. All right, buddy. Uh, we'll let you get out of here. So you've got the Jedi Jimmy podcast, which is blowing yeah. up. As we mentioned, there it is. There's the graphics. Totally rad. Uh, but more importantly, uh, you have this amazing cause coming up. Yeah, uh, that you are doing with your gang with my good friend Mercedes, a co-host of my my other show that Glasses. I do sometimes. She is fabulous and a, a great ambassador for the cause. So why don't you tell us about the pink uh, shirt day discussion oh, that you're having? I, I'm so excited about this, and it's it's as I get closer, it kind of the reality is hitting and going, like like the whole anti-bullying thing on my part is very like I'm very passionate about it. I was bullied extensively as a kid. You know, I still get name calling and all that crap now, but it's something that's very uh, near and dear to my heart. And the whole thing with this and this year, we're taking it to not only a different level, bringing all these other other great people in that have awesome stories. And, you know, we're taking these messages to kids that I wish I was one of those kids when I was younger. I wish, you know, this happened when when I was a kid, you know, yeah. people coming in and giving the, you know, message of hope or, you know, of anything. And so it's on February 23rd where uh, it's streaming it. It's going to be actually through restream and it's going to be on the Dean Blundell network everywhere. <laughs> and it's, uh, you can sign up for it and and it's it's so cool. If you want to sign up, you can go to uh, 95.7 Cruise FM, and there's a link to sign up. And there's no limits. It doesn't matter where you are or anything. And it's 11 a.m. on the 23rd Mountain Time. So, and and look at how clean cut you are in that picture, my friend. Look at you. Yeah. And Jimmy, can you can you can people donate to the cause? Like, is there can people donate money and all the rest of it to help, or is it going there's, to things? There's just a discussion. Uh, as, it's just a discussion. There's no, there's no charity angle to this. Uh, where it's just basically a discussion. It's an information Awareness session kind of thing. Because I know I like last year. Like I for years I've been going to schools just like one at a time, going and talking about bullying. And then last year with COVID, uh, the this is the one great thing that came out of COVID was I had to do it on Zoom. And then I went from oh, doing right. one classroom on pink shirt day to doing 90. And then, wow. and then now we're doing, and that was just in the Edmonton or greater Edmonton area. And now we're going like, you can get it anywhere and it's going to be streaming through everything. And it's, Jimmy, is there a cause that you, is there a cause that, um, you know, this awareness of pink shirt day, obviously we want, we want to get out there. Um, 
But if people could donate money to a cause that's that's uh, near and dear to your heart, that supported you that, and, and helped you through that, is, is there somewhere? Maybe, somewhere that- maybe this this specific program wasn't around when I was when I was a kid because when I was a kid, you know, I don't think they even had phones. Um, <laughs> but Kids Help Phone is is a is a good one, and I think it's I think that's a national charity, and it's like a hotline for if you are struggling with bullying or you are depressed or you know any of any of those things and they they're there to help and that's that's a big thing and then there's a lot of you know groups that help with counseling and stuff like that it's so jimmy i think what we're gonna do i'm gonna we're gonna do something for you here we're gonna do something for you here all right not only is it pink shirt day february 23rd is my birthday so here's the thing facebook allows you to pick a charity right so people are like i don't know if you've seen them pop up on facebook it's like hey your birthday's coming do you want to like push people to something or whatever so here's what i, I what i want to do and from us at kids on the escalator and all the rest of it because mercedes is a great friend of mine jimmy you're a great friend of the show and uh, we're a massive supporter of your cause so for my birthday this year on february 23rd i'm going to point everybody to the kids help phone for donations and we're going to push this thing like that and i'm going to start it with 250 bucks from my side to get it going and then we're going to start challenging people and hopefully by the end of your campaign we'll tell mercedes we'll get everybody going dean everybody maybe we can raise some money for the kids help phone nice uh and their people and we'll do it uh, the donation on behalf of you and your cause and everything that you're doing so we'd that's happy to so help. that's happy so to help cool that's awesome so uh, let's do that Let's do that. So everyone listening right now, check it us out online. The graphic is up. Pink shirt day discussion. Jimmy with Jesse Lumsden, Mercedes Nickel, Kelly uh, Farlado. Uh, they are going to be uh, discussing, you know, bullying, pink, you know, not to bully all the rest of it. It's my birthday. I am choosing that day to pick kids help phone. And if you guys uh, support this show, the kids on the escalator, please make a donation on uh, in the name of Jedi Jimmy. And let's get this thing going. Yeah. And uh, the kids on the escalator, we're going to start Deals. with 250 bucks, buddy. Okay. Deals. Awesome. Thank you, man. That's so cool. And thanks for being on the show, man. Oh, and uh, I've also, sorry, I, yeah. I have a, a picture to send you too, Jim. I just got to get around to sending it off to you there. Um, well, you should give him a little preview. You got there? I, I was, I was, I, during when I was talking, I was reaching over and I'm in the coloring room here. And I don't go get my, it. We'll I, take a second. Go no, get dude, it. I, my wife looks over at, I have okay, no, no idea problem. where it is, dude. It's, it's going to be awesome, Jimmy. You'll love it. Trust me. When so, my wife puts something somewhere, I'm not going to find it. <laughs> be sure to check out Jedi is, Jimmy on the Dean Blundell network and everywhere where you get your pods um, and uh, support Jimmy's cause, which is pink shirt day on February 23rd, streaming yes. everywhere at 11 AM. We are going to start. I'm going to make an announcement, I guess maybe next Monday. I'll start next Monday saying that that's my cause. It's a kid's help phone. Uh, and I want everybody to make a donation on behalf of Jedi Jimmy, specifically Jedi Jimmy, so we know where it's coming from. Yes. In the name of Jedi Jimmy, and let's raise some money for the kids' help phone so people don't get bullied. Because I was bullied as a kid, and it drove me crazy, I and I barely got too. through it, man. So thanks, uh, Jimmy, that for all your support and putting that together. Oh, thanks so much, man. This is so cool. Uh, yeah. Great stuff, man. I love. Come back kids. to the show anytime, dude. I'm on tour, yeah, so you're gonna really end up. Good to see uh, Jimmy. Hanging out with Chris, maybe on the show. Keep spreading day. the word for us, right? Like I, oh, I yeah. love it when uh, like I, anybody talks about Star Wars and and Marvel and stuff and knows what they're talking about. I'm behind them 100%, Jimmy, and you're one of those guys, brother. Cheers, man. Thank you, thank you, guys. Awesome, Jimmy. Thanks, buddy. Take care, man. Thanks we'll a lot, around. guys. Okay, buddy. Awesome. 
That's what James P. White from the Jedi Brad Jimmy dude. podcast and 95.7 Cruise FM in Edmonton. They got the best morning show in the country. Yeah, that was great. Doing, I just uh, I got I got to say I got cobwebs. We don't usually do the show on on Wednesday nights. We should do the show yeah. on Monday nights. And the yeah. reason I like doing it on Monday nights is because I don't teach. So I, right. I came from doing all the uh, like a whole bunch of guitar lessons to this. So I apologize, my brain. I'm still thinking of this uh, Avenged Sevenfold song that I was learning. It's going through my head. <laughs> and I was teaching Metallica Master of Puppets today, which is a great one. Um, what else was I teaching today? Uh, some Bad Religion. So anyway, yeah. I apologize for the cobwebs, my friend. I'm a little. Ah, oh, it's great. You know what? It, Star Wars. It's uh, it's good to go, and everyone's you know low. That was good. Mike in. was on the ball tonight. Mike was sharp tonight. That was good. To Mike back there. Mike, job, he's Mike. welcome back, yeah, Mike. You're out, and welcome back. So there you go. Mind, These guys might have to jump in with you someday because I'm I'm getting busy out here. But holy shit. Yeah, it's no, fun. we definitely will, man. That's cool. fun That's stuff. Cool. Now, uh, we're going to finish up here before we got about five minutes left before Bonzi uh, yeah, is live. We don't want to cut into Bonzi's time. Nicaragua. Man. He's all the way down in, South, in Nicaragua. Now. That guy is all over the place. He truly is tripping with Bonzi. Yeah. But we got issue three coming up with Skeletron, yeah. man. Look there at that. There it is right there. So that's uh, we're going to have it all. Uh, we're, um, we're editing it right now, like going all over the dialogue and stuff like that. What do you call that? Yeah, the editor editing, man. It's like, uh, <laughs> and I'm not good at that. We have to have somebody else do that because... I actually thought I edited it and then I took a picture of a panel to send to somebody. And in this panel, there was two spelling mistakes, just one panel. And I've read it over and over, man. I'm just too far inside it. So God, you, the last thing you want is a spelling mistake, right? Because that just makes you look like a dumbass. Do you put a spelling mistake on in a Facebook post and people let you had it? Oh, right? yeah. You don't want to do that in print. Um, But no. this is great because this is so this is issue three. We're introducing uh terrifico that's the wrestler that's holding skeletron in his hand it's 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 a metaphor he's not really that big and he's taken over this uh kingston's pen kingston penitentiary and this episode this issue is great because this is heading the way we're really starting to get a hold of it the art's getting better the storytelling's getting insanely better it's making more sense there's questions that are being answered as we're going along um, and the this this one is like a dark comedy anytime the wrestling groups or the wrestling uh, I forget what I called them because I'm just having a, a mental day. Um, the, the, the wrestling, we call them the organization in the, yeah. in the writing room here. The organization, when the organization, wrestling organization is in a comic book, it's dark comedy. These guys are funny. But in kind of a creepy head, pop off your head and, and, and poop down your throat way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're, they're like Negan's group in, uh, if I could compare them to anybody, they're like Negan's group in, Walking dead, Walking dead, but yeah. but if they were in the WWF back in the eighties, right. so they're kind of funny, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I love the colors that my wife, my wife's Looks the colors. Great. I love the eighties color me. scheme for that. Like, I told yeah. her, I said, I want this to be fun. And I want it to look like it's from the 80s. And that's that's boom. There's what she got for us. So that looks great. I did the drawing and the ink. We do old school. The color cover is colored on the computer. So I think we have a nice balance. Um, and you can see she's used the little rad. dots. Yeah, thanks, buddy. So that that's going to be shipped out. And then we'll have more details as we go along. But the good news is, is that it's there. It's there. And I'm, I'm working on a – it's funny. So now I'm working on a commission that I just got for uh, – it's Grogu standing in front of uh, a great big uh, Rancor. Oh, wait. Very cool. 
Thanks, Boba Fett. You gotta check out. I think um you should do a episode on your own, just dedicated to some of the cool commissions that you've had to do. Because sure. man, there's some great stuff that Chris has drawn. You guys gotta nice, check. Nice, thanks, out. buddy. Well, if you if you follow me on TikTok, yeah, um, you'll see all that stuff all the time as well. I got a great TikTok community, man. Like over a thousand friends on there that are just awesome when it comes. What to What a platform stuff. that is. A lot of fun. TikTok's um, great now. Everybody's coming over there too. I'm noticing. I'm it's noticing. Fastest it growing. It's it's taking over everything. I, I I touched on it in an article I wrote this week about starting a podcast, and it's like. It's fun. You know, it's yeah. taken over from Instagram and it's you know, whatever. Um, if you do friends, do yourself a favor as well. Um, our friends over at the PP one podcast are kicking off a show tonight and they've got a full star Wars intro, oh, great. Uh, which is going to be pretty cool. So make sure you check out the PP one uh, podcast for that. Those guys are awesome. Tripping with Bonzi, tripping yeah, with Bonzi coming up next on the Dean Blundell, right Blundell network here from he's all over the world. And so. congratulations Dean for being the number one network. I guess that's we're, we're part of that network. So, yeah. Hey, well, He's getting that. It's a it's a whole thing, and he just no. I know what it is, and, and good bear. for him. Like good for people who stand up for what they believe in. I'm getting old, and I don't want to fight anymore. I, I you know me, Brent. I used to be that guy that was always in people's faces, arguing about anything that I believed yeah. in. I was. Yeah. I'm done now. I, I've done my time. It's just not my station in life anymore. So no, why why listen? And the thing is, is like no matter how much negative energy they throw, they th- and I, I use the term they because listen. For all the people that are that are on this thing and doing it um, for what they believe in a cause and the people that are doing it peacefully, sure, it's your right. Go do your thing. It's your right to say your thing. Thank you for being peaceful. Do your thing. But the ones that are putting the negativity and the hate out there, yeah. do you not understand that you're just wasting your energy? You wake up like you're just looking for something to be angry about. And it's like until they get that they're uh, they touched on it today on Dean's show. It's like until they get that, they're not satisfied. But you're just wasting your energy you're wasting that moment and why you get one life why are we wasting yeah. days like here's why thing, are we wasting no, I, days here's my small opinion on so so out of all those yeah. people yeah a small group of like those hate people you know what they want oh we just got on tv oh that guy just took a picture of us ignore those fuckers those nazi fuckers you ignore them or you call the police on them but the more you put a light on on the hate the small crowd of the hate it makes it look huge well, it's on the internet that was a point huge, that was a point right? that was made to me no if you're oh. making a point on a certain thing that's fine but if sure. you're just you know just like take oh look at look at this here this is this yeah. is what they want you to take pictures of them. Uh, you 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 have to talk about hate you have to expose hate but you got to be careful how you do it or else you're going to freak everybody out and they're going to take it the wrong way that's just my piece on there might be, I mean, I want well, we, we got. I'm sorry, we should. We got to get over. What's to be angry about? But anyways, but that's what I'm saying. Up. Like, it's, it's like, a, those uh, those fuckers, man. Those Nazi people that are breeding hate. Don't give them the time of day. Uh, so as mentioned, uh, we are going to come out with more information probably next week about donating to Jimmy's cause. Got a boy, Jimmy. Do you want a good guy, uh, man? We're going to do that. Pink shirt day discussion. We're going to make a donation. Uh, it's on my birthday. That's my cause this year. Uh, Facebook is giving me the option to pick one. So it'll be, uh, the, um, kids help phone, uh, on behalf of Jedi Jimmy. Cause we were all bullied as kids. I hate it. It drives me crazy. Yeah. And, um, and we, and, you know, you know, and let's, let's not forget that the kids that are doing the bullying are struggling themselves, right? They got issues within themselves that need to be fixed. They might not want to be a bully, but this is all they know. So let's yeah. uh, shine a light on bully and 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 not being a bully and and, and being friendly to the ones that are Fight being a bully. That's uh, that's Chris. Uh, he's in Kingston, Ontario. I am down in Raleigh, North Carolina. I am on tour and I am uh, enjoying life. Uh, that is the Kids on the Escalator podcast for a Wednesday. Bonzi's uh, up. Bonzi's up live. Cheers, Bonzi. Cheers, buddy. Good times. Red dudes. All right.
The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jag and Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world, and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com.